Welcome to the Change Podcast. I'm Brent Stone, and today we have such a treat for you. I've got my good friend Mari here with us, and outside of all the other really cool things that Mari's done, she's got a TV show, she's got a, a book that helps business people basically make God number one in their, in their business, which I am endorsing that book because I'm in the process of, of, of completing that book right now. I've already started to apply things to my own endeavors, but she has an incredible testimony and encounter story she's going to share with us today. Mari, thank you so much for being here with us. I am so excited that you're here. Thanks, Brent, for having me. I really appreciate it being here. Oh my goodness. No, you. this is, this is going to be so much fun. Well, why don't we just get started? I'm going to, I'm going to flip it over to you. And if you don't mind, just uh, take us through, uh, you know, how, how Jesus changed your life. And then we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Sounds great. I've been an entrepreneur for about 30 years now and back a number of years. And I've been a Christian basically my entire life grew up in the church and everything. But a number of years ago, I had this employee, this young man who um, was kind of on the fence about God, you know, and he wasn't sure what, what he thought or didn't think. And I was so excited. I'm like, oh, I get to talk to this young man and maybe I can lead him to get saved. And, oh, well, after the conversation, um, he said, and he literally pointed at me and he said, that's why I don't believe in your God. Oh, you want to talk about devastation. I'm like, what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? And after that, I mean, and I literally prayed to God. I said, please, God, don't ever make me do that again. That was horrible. I don't want people to run from you, God. I want them to run to you. You know, that's the whole purpose is not to have them run away. And I was, um, like I said, I prayed and I'm like, God, please, I'll do anything. I'll be obedient to you, but please don't ask me to disciple or evangelize. And but then when I got closer to, you know, my relationship with God got stronger and I started um, reading the Bible more and realizing that that is part of being a Christian. Um, one day I was reading Romans 12 and I didn't really understand the whole renewal thing. I mean, I knew that I understand, you know, that our, we need to renew our minds and it's a continuous thing. I didn't really know how to make it work. <laughs> so one day I was praying and I'm like, God, could you just renew me, do that renewal thing, make me a better person, not better than anyone else, but better than I was before. I just want to be a better, obedient, you know, servant of you, God. And that's all I asked for. Nothing specific. I just said, please, God, make me, uh, renew me. Well, you have to be careful what you wish for, <laughs> what you pray for. So after that, I slowly noticed a huge change in me. A lot of changes, things that I never asked for. It was very um, an amazing experience. You know how um, um, the, the Bible says God will give you the desires of your heart, but he will give you the desires of your heart so that he can give you the desires of your heart. He'll put those desires in your heart. And that was kind of what I was looking for, but I didn't know how it worked. And slowly over a period of a few years, I, I noticed there were things that I used to really want I didn't really care about anymore. There were things that um, I I loved that I just kind of thought, oh, somehow I'm not liking that anymore. And here comes the, the big revelation. There were things that I really did not want to do, like talk about Jesus so people wouldn't run away from him. And guess what? 
all of a sudden my heart is so on fire for evangelizing that I can't shut up about Jesus to anyone who will, who will listen. <laughs> he truly, I always, I, I tell people I was Romans 12 to God, Romans 12 to me <laughs> because I didn't know what to expect. I just wanted to be better. And he just gradually changed my heart. And I didn't, I wasn't even aware of it other than that things were changing in my life. Things were just totally changing. And I didn't ask for anything specific. Like I said, now I'm a little more specific with my prayers. <laughs> I'd be like, Hey God, can you help me do this or that? Um, I mean, I don't want to limit God. Obviously you don't put God in a box. So I don't, I never am upset on anything he changes in me. And, and I do still do the blanket thing. Like God, just make me a better person, make me a better servant and things like that. But it's quite a testimony on how strong God is when you let him in. When you really say, God, I am completely open. Take over, Holy Spirit, come in and just make all the changes that you want to make in me to make me that better person for you, to make me that better servant. He really does do it. So fast forward a little bit. I'm building my relationship stronger and stronger with God. And um, all of a sudden, one day I am... I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm semi-retired. I'm in a 21-year marriage. Like life is great, right? I had a little business that I had sold my business um, on the East Coast, and my ex-husband and I had moved back home. That would be closer to family, and so I sold that business and I um, came back home and started a little business, a little cabinet company, where I was just doing. Um, you know, kitchen design, selling cabinets, nothing big. I just had one builder. And then uh, I decided to do some business consulting, but it was all part-time because remember, you know, like I'm, I'm semi-retired and I'm excited. I, life is just grand. I got this really cool dog, a Belgian Melanois, and I was going to go compete with her and train her and everything. And that all just kind of went upside down over a period of, uh, you know, a couple of years, I ended up being divorced and the guy I sold my business to filed bankruptcy. And the one and only um, builder that I had for my kitchen design business quit building. And one of my clients in my consulting business was done. They graduated, which is what you want. You know, you don't want to keep them forever. You want them to, you know, move, move up and move on. And I'm finding myself in a quite a financial situation. I have this house, um, mortgage, everything. And I knew I had God with me. God does not say you won't have trials and tribulations. He says he will get you through them. So I'm checking along going, okay, well, God's going to get me through this. It's going to be okay. And then boom, one day I woke up and couldn't move and I called 911 and went to the hospital. And I was very sick and they said, no problem. You know, we're going to, you'll be fine in a couple of days. And I got worse and worse to the point where I was literally dying and they knew I was dying. And I certainly knew I was dying. You, you know, when you're dying, when the life is just coming out of you and that talking about like, you know, how when someone is really sick and they're like, Oh, I feel like I'm dying. And I really mean that the life is, was just leaving my body. And I was talking to the doctor and he's like, well, we're going to, we're going to try the surgery and see what happens. And I'm in the hospital and I'm making arrangements for my dog. Cause this is about all I got left is <laughs> my dog. Right. I'm like, okay, she's got to have a place when I go home. 
And uh, I go into a surgery and I wake up 10 hours later and I see a clock. And I'm like, I don't think there's clocks in heaven. <laughs> so I have a feeling I'm not there yet. And I look around, I'm in my hospital room and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm still here. And I didn't know whether to be happy about that or not. Because I kind of psyched myself up to meet Jesus finally face to face, but it didn't happen. So anyway, um, now I have a long recovery and hospital bills. And I mean, like insult to injury. So here I am. Obviously, I'm alone. I'm broke. I'm sick. I can't work. Now I'm more broke. Now I have more bills. And, but God got me through them all. I, I, I can't even explain to you where the money came from. There are supernatural ways that my mortgage always got paid. My bills always got paid and on time. And God just provided for me all the way through. And that's huge because a lot of times, you know, people get, everybody goes through bad situations. That's just life. But yeah. my faith not only got me through the situations, but because of my solid faith in God, he provided for me the way he promised in the Bible. So a little while later, I'm starting and pretty much healed and I'm still kind of sitting there going, okay, this is not good. I have to do something. And I just said, okay, God, you didn't take me home. That means there is a purpose for me here yet. You've got a plan for me. Could you fill me in on it? You know, could you tell me a little bit about this plan? And the only thing I got from him was a title of a book, Making God Number One in Your Business. Well, it's interesting because I had written a couple of business books just for my consulting business. It wasn't, I did not aspire to be an author. And, but I, but when I heard the title and it, I heard it several times. So I'm like, okay, well, the only one that would write, want me to write a book like that would be God. So it must be coming from him. I was excited. I'm like, oh God, you give me mad business skills. This is going to be great. The world needs it. I was all excited. And then all of a sudden, you know, see God, the word God's in the book. And I'm like, oh, I didn't go to seminary school. I'm not a pastor. I didn't go to, I'm not a theolo theologian. None of that. Like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> and I talked to pastors at my church. I mean, I went everywhere looking for help for this. No one wanted to help me. And it took a while. Like, I went back and forth. I even changed the title. And by the way, just note to self, when God gives you a task, it tells you to do something, don't try to change it because it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I tried changing the title. It was a fiasco because you see, you have God says, world says, well, the world was telling me, people were telling me, well, if you take God out of the title, you'll sell books. You don't want God in the title because people, you know, what if someone doesn't believe in the way you do and all that? And I'm like, mm, no, no, I don't know. So I tried it. Well, obviously that was a disaster. And I went back to, I went from God says to people said back to God. And one day I just said, okay, and this is what he was waiting for all along. It just took me a while to, um, to figure it out. I sat down at my laptop and I just kind of lifted my hands in the air and I said, well, God, you know, I typed in the title 
making God number one in your business blank screen. And I said, okay, now what, you know, help me out here. And this is a tough one to describe. I have heard of things like this happening to people before, but I never understood what it would be like or how it would be. And it's still hard to describe. So in today's terms, I use the words, Holy Spirit download. Yeah. Whew, most incredible <laughs> experience I've ever had in my life. And it was so exciting because just, it was just coming through me and I would type and type. And then all of a sudden, and then, and then he would tell me to pull up scripture and I'd be searching scripture and, you know, going about typing and everything. And then all of a sudden I would go back and read some of what I had typed and go, Ooh, that's good stuff. <laughs> that did not come from me. I know it didn't. And then he pulled out memories of experiences. You know, we tend to forget things that, that we've gone through that God has gotten us through. Yeah. And he's kind of like saying, remember when I did this for you? <laughs> and so I started, I'm going to put those experiences in there as well. And I say the whole thing was a Holy spirit download because yes, I have good business skills that God gave me. Yes. I had a lot of experiences where God worked through my business but he helped me put it all together. A lot of those experiences I didn't even remember. And they were yeah. kind of coming to me because that was before I journaled. Now, now, and I'll talk about that later, but now, now I'm, I am journaling, but before I didn't. And so a lot of those things that he had done for me, I kind of forgot. And I'm so grateful that he brought them back to me because it just showed me one, how big God is. Two, how you can't put him in a box. And three, just how much he can get you through, how many storms he can get you through, and how many storms he had gotten me through that I didn't even realize. So I know you had asked me, like, um, what, you know, I, I, some moments of where God intervened and then how I have yeah. gone forward. How I'm going forward is I've been. I've been using my journal a lot because that helps me to realize what he is saying to me and how far I'm, I've come and where I need to go. And now I'm learning to be way more open. Yeah. Open my ears, open my eyes like Jesus says, you, you know, your eyes to see, your ears to hear. And I'm listening closer to what he's telling me so that I can move forward. And what's interesting about the entire thing, it all goes back to that first thing, the first story I told you about the young man, how I messed that up. Yeah. Now yeah. I am on this road. Yeah. A lot of the tools in this book teach people how to use their business to disciple yeah the marketplace is the number one place right now to lead people to jesus and i didn't even know that until he had me do this yeah so now he has me not just evangelizing but using business to do it and putting me on this huge platform to do it and now what I ask God to please never make me do, 
that's my whole life and my whole business. So that is how I'm going forward from that, from that interaction with him. Super cool. That's so awesome. Oh man. I love that. I, um, <clears throat> I can attest to all this because I've been reading your book <clears throat> and it's just so good. <clears throat> I've, um, I, you know, I had a, I had a, a loose journal beforehand where I have like an, a running note in my phone and I have one that's specific towards, um, like dreams that I've had and different things where like, you know, how is God maybe speaking to me through things over time? Um, actually I hadn't dreamed in years. And then after my, my transformational experience after, you know, basically from June 1st and on, I started to have, instead of like the occasional random dream, like once every four months, I, I started having dreams like on a nightly basis. <clears throat> yeah. It's like one of the, one of the things that really shifted for me. So I would document and just seeing some of the things that almost like themes that would come up that were reoccurring, even though the dreams were different and very different. Um, I, I started to see these themes and then also started this, uh, like a journal note as well. And I'd date it, put my thoughts in or whatever and, and, and move on. And I didn't do it every day. Um, <clears throat> I'm still not, but I'm still doing it a couple times a week now. And so I've got this on a weekly basis, you know, I feel like time flies, especially you got kids under the multiple kids under the age of two <laughs> or three, but, um, but, but really it's, it's, it's just getting to a a spot of like seeing the themes as, as life goes on from week to week to week, what's, what's precedent and, you know, what's taking precedent in my life and, you know, thoughts and, you know, work wise projects, you know, in business. And it's, it's been really neat because a lot of the stuff you talk about in that book totally corroborate like what I've experienced since then. And it's, it's, it's really cool. And especially for people that maybe they don't have a toolkit towards seeing how God can speak to them. I think this is one of the, <clears throat> one, well, probably one of the best tools in, in business to be able to see like how, how people can, 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 can work with God and co-labor instead of just trying to figure it out. And well, maybe God will talk to me, you know, it's, well, God's, streaming at us, but we have to figure out how to hear them. And there's, 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 there's different books on that, 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 that are really good. Um, Dallas Willard has one called hearing God really good. And it, 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 a lot of it lines up with the journaling chapter in your book. Um, he, he doesn't talk about journaling per se, but just a lot of, a lot of what we hear when we're, when we're trying to hear God, it's really, really powerful. Um, and, uh, it, it, it does, the themes are parallel, so it's really good. So it's so cool that you wrote the book and that you just were obedient in that capacity to do that. I, I think that, um, I don't think, I know God's really happy with you on that. <laughs> it's it's a well, wonderful resource. I am so glad that you brought up dreams. Oh yeah. Cause this is an interesting thing. I kind of had forgotten about that too. You said the word dream. When I, I'm aging myself here now, okay, so way back um, when all the talk show people started, I don't know when that was, maybe late 80s, early 90s, I don't know, whenever like Oprah and those people came out. Sure. I was watching them on TV going, wow, what a cool job. I want to do that. You know, like how exciting would that be to get to interview all these people? And then I realized after checking into it, the only way to do that was to go back to college and get a communications or journalism degree or whatever. And I'm like, no, 
it's not that important to me. I'm not going to do it. And it, I never prayed about it or anything. I, I never thought about even praying about it. I just, it's kind of a dream that I had and I just gave up on that dream. And then uh, fast forward to, let's see, it's been about a year and a half now. I was um, given this opportunity to have a TV show. And, awesome. you know, for, for this book. And I'm beginning to think, me, I, I don't know if it's like God gave me one of my old dreams that I wanted now to work for him. And I kind of think about it and I'm like, well, had I been a talk show host like I wanted to, I would have been um, interviewing, you know, celebrities and, you know, kind of like a, you know, I don't want to say worthless, but, you know, like not real helpful to God's kingdom, right? <laughs> so now he's got me doing something that I wanted to do so badly and it's for him. You know, it's about, and, it, and it's also, he, he just intertwines so much. So not only am I doing something that I dreamed of doing, I'm doing it for him, but I'm also evangelizing, which is something that I never wanted to do. So he mixed something that was a dream with something that I never wanted to do. And then the whole author thing, you know, I'm like, I don't know. It never occurred to me to write books, really, like to be an author. Like that was kind of out of nowhere. And I, I think those first couple of books, he must have put that in my head to get me prepped for this book. I, I don't know. And I've, you know, I've got like five books now. And I'm like, that I never saw coming. <laughs> so isn't it interesting how, well, he already knows everything in front of us. He already knows what's going to happen. But it's interesting how he can weave all these different things together. So pay really close attention to those dreams. Because yeah. they mean something. Yeah, they um, do. It might take 10 or 20 or hmm, 40 or well, you know, <laughs> a lot of years for them to come true or for something to happen. But it's, I, I, I would say to people listening is God gives us hope. Jesus gives us hope, which is something that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. And he is the one that can fulfill the dreams and he is the one that can give us the skills and the talents to do what we do. They don't come from anywhere else. So I just That's had right. to, when you said dream, I just had to, I, I, that just occurred to me. I'm like, people need to know this. They need to know that a dream of many years ago, God can make come true at, at when you, when you least expect it in an unexpected way. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's so right. I, um, yeah, I just in awe of, you know, on your story and we've, we've talked before and being able to hear from you on how God led you through the tumultuous seas of that time frame of your life. Um, that's, it's really, it's really inspiring. And then how you come out on the, on the back end and, you know, you get this Holy spirit download and, the book comes out of it and then there's all these other opportunities that, that come after that. And I just think it's just this wonderful uh, poetry of life almost where you have something that you were scared to do after that experience you had with the evangelism, but then also how you had that dream you know, earlier in life, you know, where you're just like, you know, 
I'd love to be a talk show host in that capacity. And then he, he brings them together. That's just, that's just so good. But as, let me ask you this, is there anything that, you know, if somebody was, you know, watching this or listening to this and they're just like, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, really, uh, figure out, you know, how to maybe take courage with, you know, making God number one in my business. I know that they need to get the book and read the book. And, and that's, that's me saying that they need, you need to get the book and read the book or listen to, um, uh, if you're listening to this or watching this, you need to, you should get the book. And it's not like I'm a paid promoter or anything. I, I bought it and I, and I love it and it's so good so far. I, you know, I've, I've, I've skimmed through the whole thing, but then now I've, I've gone through and I'm like studying chapter by chapter going through. And, um, but would you give somebody like maybe that is struggling with having the courage to make God number one in their business, maybe like one main takeaway before we close things out today? Because I think that that would be a really great thing for people that are, you know, watching this or listening to this, that they could leave the, today's program and be like, you know what, I can, I can do that or I can take action on that. I would love to, you know, the biggest problem that we have in the marketplace right now with business owners is fear. Yeah. They're afraid to talk about Jesus in their business because they are afraid of losing business to the contrary. I talked about Jesus a lot in my business, all my businesses in the past. And I never thought about losing business because of it. it never really occurred to me. I didn't have that fear, but What's interesting is, did I lose business? Of course I did, because there are people that flat out hate Jesus and God, and they're not going to have anything to do with the business that talks about it. But God brought me the business that I needed. I always did very well. I was very successful in business, and I credit it all to God because he brought me the people that I needed to have as clients. So the number one takeaway I think is, you know, do not be afraid. And the other thing I'll stick with the fear part is that when you, you're very alone at the top in business, a lot of business owners won't admit this publicly, but it's a lonely place at the top. Like, who do you go to when everything is chaotic or falling apart? Or who do you even go to when things are actually going great? With God being in his rightful place as the owner of your business and you being the steward of that business, you're not alone anymore. He's the greatest business owner in the world and the, you know, yeah. the universe, like nobody can compare to him. So he's there to walk this walk with you. Yeah. And if you allow him to, it takes away your stress and it brings you a lot more joy for your calling. That's, that's really awesome. Having, having God in his rightful places, the, uh, the owner and chairman of the board and, chief decision maker. And it takes a lot of pressure off too, <clears throat> which is something that I feel like everyone, everyone at least struggles with it at some point in their business is that the, the pressure of being, you know, the person where the buck stops, it's just, you know, if, if people were to say, you know what, <clears throat> I'm going to pass that buck and I'm going to pass it right to my father in heaven. And just, he can, he can direct me on where to do where, where to go with this. And if, people don't like it. Well, that's okay. At least, at least I did what I could do. And I went to, to God with this and, and he gave me direction on it. And, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's awesome. 
I think that that's really good. And we just, you know, encourage people to just not listen to that fear and to just go ahead and, you know, boldly proclaim that, that they have, um, they, they have a business that honors the Lord and, you know, they, they make God number one in their business. I think that that's, that's such a beautiful thing, but Hey, I am, I am elated that this is, this is, this has been today's program. And Mari, I, I just so appreciate you taking the time to come on here and, and, and do this with us. You know, there's, there's, there's going to be opportunity if, if you're open to it in the future, I'd love to have you back on again, maybe talk about some other things, but, um, we would, we would just like to say thank you. And also to all the, all the listeners, please, if you, if you like this and this is provided some, some encouragement for you, please, please like, and share this. And that way we can, you know, get the word out. Um, if you're in the space of marketplace ministry or business or whatnot, um, reach out to, to Mari. I'll put her description and uh, contact info in the show notes. That way you can reach out to her or get in touch with her about her book or whatever the case may be. But uh, thank you all so much for tuning in today. It has been so much of a privilege for me to, 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 to be here and to do this with Mari. Thank you so much, Mari, for coming onto the show. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Awesome.